Alright, what is a fellow bench warmers? Welcome back to another draft day. And as we do this draft, we'll probably talk about some trades that happened over the weekend. My name is JJT with Komish. Komish is drafting today, uh, pick nine. We were not able to record the past few drafts because lots of things happening uh, in our personal lives, but we're back. Komish, uh, we are in the second round, and yes, second round at the moment. Okay, so maybe we first talk about since the first round is done. We first, we talk about let's talk about the trade that happened. Uh, Dame Lillard going to the box, um, and then Drew just I think today or yesterday uh, goes to Boston. And then Aton goes to the Blazers with Nurkic going to Phoenix. So I think those are the key players that uh, or Robert Williams also moved Robert to the Williams. Blazers. Yeah. Uh, those are some of the key players. But maybe first let's talk about Dame because he's the you know top tier player here. Uh, I've seen, I've been seeing. I I don't think anything has changed with Dame when it comes to being drafted. At the position he is in, he usually still goes late first round. I think um, managers have uh, factored in the the trade uh, with its value. No, uh, people knew he was going to get traded, so um, they factored that in early in the draft before pre-trade when he was going 11, 12, around those 10, 11, 12, around those range, but. Uh, what I can say is now that you you will not see him fall beha- below the first round because before yeah. there are where he will go 14, 15, maybe even 16 sometimes yeah. because it depends on the draft. It depends on the manager's risk uh, tolerance at that point. But now you will see him definitely in the top 12 or at least top 14. Definitely he's a first rounder because at least we're sure of his role now uh, next season. Yeah, and do you think him playing with Yanis? Makes it a lesser role. Yeah, definitely there will be a. Le- he has, as he said, he has not played with a player like Yanis. So has Yanis not played with a player like Dame? The level of you know these two guys are probably top, I don't know top ten. Yanis maybe maybe is the best player in the NBA right now. I mean not in fantasy in real life. No, and Dame probably top ten, one of the best shooters. So, uh, definitely both of them will take some usage drop. Yanis last year was 35% usage. Dame was 33. Dame was fourth. Yanis was first. Uh, it's just not gonna, not gonna. I don't think that's gonna happen this year in Milwaukee that they're gonna take everything and then the other players will just get nothing. So uh, definitely there will be a little drop, but I'll take it. I don't. I don't think it will be that big. No, I don't think it will be that big. Uh, yeah, and you're right. right? Lillard now, managers now are more confident picking him there after the 10th pick. Usually, that's where he is being uh, picked, 11, 12. I don't think he goes past. Rarely, he would now go past uh, 12 uh, in, so far in the past couple of drafts that I've seen. Um, now, the other guy that's probably in the next level is Drew to Boston. This is interesting because Boston is now stacked. They're loaded. They're, t- they're starting five. Drew, Tatum, uh, Jalen Brown, 
fish stops and well Al Horford is probably the quote unquote odd man out there. Drew, you think uh, fit wise does this change his draft outlook? Because I don't think it will change his the he, way he, his draft outlook. I think he drops a bit. Um definitely uh, from Milwaukee he was probably the second best player there. Uh, even in fantasy, I think he was the second best. Brook Lopez, you can say Brook had a great year last year, but you know, I mean, with the uh, with overall uh, with all around stats, steals, assists, points, you know, everything else, he was the second best player in Milwaukee. That will not be the case in Boston. He might not be even the fourth. He might be the fourth. You no, know, so his pecking order he drops a lot. If we if we saw what Marcus Smart, uh, how Marcus Smart was used last year, I think. That would be how they would use uh, Drew. No, so the minutes will be there. I think the minutes will still be there. They are very, very, very shallow right now. Don't no depth at all in in Boston. So I think the minutes will be there. It's just we keep on saying usage, 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 shot attempts, and everything. But that's really uh, uh, where it boils down to. Uh, he will have to sacrifice a lot. I do hope maybe just efficiency would maybe improve. You no, know, the steals maybe the defensive stats maybe the non-scoring stats maybe improves a bit, but yeah, he should get a hit. You no, know, in Boston, uh, I still feel though that he might be okay getting picked at the forties. Maybe top 50 yes, still. top fifty. Yes, I think still top fifty. But uh, I would not be surprised if he falls behind guys like. Um, as we see here, maybe guys like Poole maybe goes ahead of him in some drafts. Mm-hmm. No, maybe DeRozan at some uh, sometimes. So there, there, there could be uh, situations like that uh, with, with with Drew. Right. Now, actually, this is the first first draft we're doing um, with Drew after Drew has been traded. So we'll see. It's going to be very interesting to see where he falls. In this draft, yes, yeah. we are currently at pick 37. Uh, not yes. much surprises here. Uh, I think maybe Kawhi, uh, Des- 24. Kawhi, yeah, Desmond Bain. I think dropping to 33, I think that's a very, very yeah. good value. He's he sometimes going top 20, so that the value of 33 is very good. No, I'm about to. About yeah, to actually, draft. this second round, yeah. um, I noticed this second round. It's tough to pick which player. I guess it's a matter of looking for uh, the good, the proper combination from you know the proper pairing with your first pick. But it's so hard. Like you know, we've seen um, Trey go from fifteen to eighteen to nineteen at times. We've seen uh, Booker. Uh, it's all over the place actually. Red Van Fleet here was pick what? Uh, twenty. I picked him twenty. I was the one who picked Fred Van Vliet, and I right? think, but yeah, but sometimes I'm, I'm he goes punting. to the la- end of the second round too. Yeah, I I'm punting. I'm punting my field goals probably. No, and that's where I'm going, and I'm trying to you know uh, solidify the assist. So that's my reasoning there. But yeah, the second round is really tough. Second round is tough. The top after the first twelve. Me first, even the first ten or eleven. After the KD AD part, it's you know, whatever happens happens already at that and point. You mentioned you mentioned Trey. I think Trey 
justifiable that he really is mo- moving up. He's moving up. I I would really pick him at the top 15, top at at the at the worst top 18. Yeah, he's at actually the there. Uh, this just yeah. doesn't fall below. Uh, doesn't go beyond 20. He's there, uh, but just depends on you know. Plus the second round really sometimes kind of determines a little bit where you want to go, right? What direction you want to take? Yeah. Uh, are you going to punt this? I think it's still too early to determine whether you're gonna punt this, but at least you get a baseline of what categories you're gonna try to focus on. Um, and that's that's key here in the second round, and that makes it harder because the players here in the second round are a wide variety of players who contributes different skills stat set right if you want to yeah. go rebounding more you go some bonus if you want to go assist you go three if you want scoring you booker donovan mitchell right and if you want you know you know jaren jackson has been also moving up and down there in the middle of the second round to the tail end of the second round kawaii here being picked at the end of the second round is actually quite surprising for me because he's usually dropping to the third just because of that load management thing first this is commission's first victor when banyama yeah it's my first when banyama um as i said with so many leagues you just want to have the feel of different players right you want to try different players on different combinations and um the player i want at this range is really um if not Evan Mobley, I'm I'm I I like Evan Mobley. Um, I'm I'm also eyeing. I was also eyeing Cade Cunningham, but both of them got picked before me, so I didn't like Brunson. Uh, I wasn't really interested in Jalen Brown, especially now with the trade. I think Brown also gets a hit. You know, I think this is too early for him. Chris Tapps, I have too many Chris Tapps already. Although the trade, Robert Williams moving. To yeah. Portland helps Chris Tapps, no. But uh, the injury risk will still be there. But for sure, at least now we're not gonna have to worry about having a Robert Williams behind him. They just signed Wenyan Gabriel. I think they're gonna use Wenyan Gabriel behind him. So as so, as yeah. long as Chris Tapps' body can withstand, you know, maybe 30 minutes a night, maybe 60 games. Hopefully the season, he should be a top 40 guy. No, so this that, I think he should be fine. But that's not a given with Chris Tapps. So no, with so many Kristaps already, I I decided to go with Wemby, and and I think after that trade, Kristaps falls a bit in the draft. Uh, everyone would think, you know, of course that's another I don't think usage. So. I think he moves up because Robert Williams, the the the, the big uh, Robert Williams departure is. But but I don't think Robert Williams was a threat to Kristaps. He was even when he was there. No, he was. He I was don't sense threat. that. I, I mean, no, I, personally, I, mean, I don't sense that he was a threat to Chris. He, we knew Robert Williams was not gonna be able to play a lot of games. That his body just can't can't withstand it. He's not gonna play a lot of minutes either. He's not gonna play 30 minutes. That's that's just not possible. But he will at least get 20. And uh, yeah. I don't really see Chris Tapps and Robert Williams playing together. That's something yeah. I do not believe uh, can happen. So uh, I think what will happen to Aiton right now might be what will happen to Kristaps. What would you know? I think Aiton and and Robert Williams in Portland will be a twenty eight twenty split, 
they can't play together. And Porten has said they yeah. will keep Robert Williams. That, that's so that, a, that's that's that combination is worse than the Kristaps Robert Williams. Yeah, because, definitely. You know, Robert Williams, uh, Robert Williams, and Aiton probably has the same, uh, quote unquote skill set here, right? Yeah. No one can play outside. Yes. Both of guys, both of the guys play inside. But, but you know, I still like Aiton. No, I still think he, it's uh, it's still it's it's still we haven't talked about him so far. Yeah. You know, I I think still with him moving to Phoenix uh, to Portland, it's a big help to his value. You no, know? aren't you surprised uh, that he hasn't been picked yet here? Uh, am I surprised that he hasn't been picked here? No, because we're at forty two, forty three. I think if the Robert Williams trade didn't go down, he would have been picked, but. Uh, given the Robert Williams trade, I think managers are going back to, hey, maybe not top fifty, maybe yeah, there. He, he gets paid. Just, just as we were yeah, talking 40, about it. Forty-three. I think uh, this is just right. No, this is good, good enough for me. Forty-three is safe. You no, know, for Aiton, and I think that what would be where I would pick him. The choices here are, you see, Kristaps is still there, Chet Holmgren is still there, Walker Kessler. If you're looking for bigs, Jarrett Allen. Nick Laxton. I think if you want, you don't not punting free throws, maybe, or you want more points, more scoring, you would go with Aiton. I actually like Aiton more than Vooch now. No? Uh, I yeah, like Aiton yeah, more than Vooch. Uh, uh, no, but that... Vooch is just safer. No, Vooch is just safer. Uh, no, it, also, Vooch can shoot the threes. Uh, and if that's the stat that you are trying to build on your team, yeah. then he can help you there. But I think rebounding-wise, field goal-wise, I think Aiton, plus Aiton would get a ton of usage here in Portland. I would, you know, it's safe to say that he's going to get more, a lot more usage here than than he would have gotten in Phoenix, for sure. I think so, yes. I mean, KD, Bradley Beal, and, and Devin Booker, those are three huge, I mean, uh, stumbling Blocks, no, and uh, now he's left with who? A scoot, he's a rookie, Simons. But but these guys are, I mean, the poor man's version maybe of of the three that he left. No, Jeremy, Scoot, Simons. Those are like the poor man's version of Bill Booker yeah. and so so he would. I, my baseline is eighteen and ten, maybe a block, good percentages. Those are my baseline. I think he did that two three seasons ago. He was able to do that. He yeah. was a top three fantasy player. So. 2010 is not out of the question if somehow Robert Williams just plays 17, 18 minutes or gets hurt at some point or, you know, gets, you know, managed by Portland to death, whatever. So that's very possible. So you can, at least with a trade, because I, I think Aiton would have gone top 35, top maybe sometimes top 30 if Robert Williams didn't come. So this puts him a little bit down to the 40s level, which is even better, you know. So I'm next. No, who was picked? Kristaps. That would have been my pick. Kristaps yeah, was picked. So as you, as, as you can see there, Drew is falling. Okay, I wasn't prepared for this. Uh, <laughs> let me think. At this point, I have Wemby. I have who? What? Who did I have? Okay, what pick are we in? Forty-eight. So, um, I think Drew is pretty good here already, but. Uh, Hmm. You're punting field goals. Field goal, no, field goal is yeah, but 
I also don't want to lose a lot of points. Hmm. Jalen is okay. Jalen is okay, but I'm strong in steals. OG? What do you think of OG? <laughs> uh, well, this season? Uh, so hard. I haven't, I only have, I think, one OG. Only just steals dependent. I don't know how the other categories would look like. I mean, he was interesting last year because of the steals, elite steals, and then he fell off. Yeah, I like Drew more than OG. I think Drew contributes a little more if you want more assists. Yeah, let's go. Um, not really a, not really something I want to do, but uh, well, at that range at 48, I think it was just right. But uh, let's see, let's see. Lots of uh, lots of experimentation here. Let's see it the next round. It's the thing, the thing about OG is that. He's great at steals. And then the rest, it's going to be a guessing game, right? He doesn't rebound enough, I guess. Yes, but I think um, the, the three points have has improved to, the le- to a level where at least it's a positive. It's, an, it's a positive already for him. I think he, could, he is averaging two to a game. One point something to two. I think he can mm-hmm. he, with with Van Vliet out already this year. I think that could that could rise. The scoring could rise. Um, rebounds, I'm not too sure because we always feel like he should be getting more rebounds, but right? he's not. But he's so not. yeah. So, so but um, who do you think is the better option? Is it OG or Scotty? I think it's still OG. Uh, it's still OG. Uh, he's more. His role is more set. He has improved really? already role, to the level where you he think his role get. is more set no, than Scotty. No, I mean, yes, Scotty. We're not even sure if they're gonna start him at point, maybe, or if he's gonna play shooting guard. Um, well, well, he can do a lot more, but OG, given the experience of OG, the the the, the years already, we already see, saw what he can do. If it, if it was last season's OG. Uh, on totals, he was around what level was he? Top thirty. Because he, I mean, that's that's not bad. That's not bad because of the steals, as you said, because of some three pointers, yeah. average one point five, one point six three pointers, and solid percentages. And Scotty Barnes, we did not see that last season. He was outside. Yeah, actually, Scotty outside the fifties. Kind of fell fell off last season. Yeah, yeah. So we have to project that. To Scotty, of course, with Van Vliet out, maybe Scotty gets more ball handling, you know, more more creation, uh, basket creating, offense creation, maybe. But if if between the two of them, I think OG OG also has some upside left, as you said, you know, with scoring, with maybe increased scoring and everything. So I I I, I, I just OG I just sense that a lot more managers are more, uh, how do you say this? Uh, they like Scotty more. Than OG, maybe uh, because thinking, maybe a lot of some of the managers are thinking, you know, Scotty's upside is a little higher than OG. I just get that sense, right? I just get that sense. But it's it it could be, yeah, could be. I, I do wish Scotty scores more, no, improves his percentages better. There are a lot of things. It's just there's a lot of things that, yeah, he's 
ceiling might be higher, but the floor is so much lower. And for me, it's just that OG also still has a, a level up. It's not as if this is Vooch. No? Yeah. So, 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 yeah. And at, at this range, maybe we can talk about Derek White. So we're talking about yeah. the trade piece so one by we're, one. No? We're closing we're, in we're, at the six, six, 60s. Yeah. That's where Derek White so, usually, get, usually gets picked. Maybe maybe that's a more more uh, controversial one, Derek White. Some people feel like it's still the same. Some people feel like, you know, it's a bust now. I think if you pick him in the 60s, he might be a bust. No, yeah. but he's not gonna be a bust to the point of he's not gonna have value anymore. I think last season, whatever he did last season, he can easily do this season because who's gonna start? I think it's gonna be Horford, maybe Kristaps, Tatum, Brown, and Drew. He will come off the bench. They don't have any bench player really. He's gonna be their sixth man, just like last season in on some 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 games when they went when yeah. you know they were healthy but that, that didn't happen a lot last season but six man but who was he with in the bench um Peyton Pritchard Wenyan Gabriel I mean O'Shea Brissett so so I mean look Cornet you know th- th- those are not really you know definitely uh, he's you know a level a lot lots of level higher than those guys definitely definitely so I but I where just do you feel think like he he should be right now Still he should top be one hundred. Yeah, yeah, way, way in inside top one hundred. We know what Derek White can do in fantasy, and as I said, given that they only are probably six or seven deep, they didn't, they don't have Grant Williams anymore. He's easily yeah. gonna get thirty minutes. Still, still gonna get thirty minutes, and thirty minutes, Derek White. Even if he doesn't score fifteen, sixteen points, maybe twelve points, maybe four assists, maybe one steal. You know, he blocks well for. For a for a guard, you know he rebounds well for a guard. So I think Derek White should still be there. If he falls to the eighties to the nineties, that's better. You know, don't pick him where he's ranked right now because this has not been adjusted for the trade. No, uh, it's not been adjusted for the trade. So yeah. I think I think White, I think the nineties is perfect. Uh, I think eighties is yeah. okay. Uh, I'm pretty sure he's going to fall right now uh, in this draft because he's been going at the 70s. I think that's where he's usually gets picked late 60s to 70s. Although the, the ranks of Yahoo had him at the early 60s part, right? Uh, not sure yeah. now, but I think he's going to fall. He, he, he's going to fall. I, we're just not sure where he's going to fall to. The next player I want to talk about is Simons. Has, has he been picked? I, ha- I can't see him in my queue. And Fernie Simons, but of he's course, usually after this, I think he's also in the sixties, if I'm not or seventies. Uh, no, he's, he's in the eighties. Still in the eighties. Yeah. He's still in the eighties. But we can talk about him a little bit. Um, given Dame is now out, Dame is gone. So we saw what he did when Dame is gone. No, the 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 games without Dame that he he really performed well. Now that just permanently out of the way, I do see a, uh, I do see a very big potential for Simons. He's not gonna go in the eighties. He probably will go in the sixties and probably will sw- uh, switch places with Derek White, in my opinion. No? Although Simons, of course, very scoring dependent. No, he doesn't steal the ball. He doesn't give you defensive stops and everything. Doesn't even pass as much. He doesn't do I much. Would, 
I wouldn't I would not say he's a top 50 guy now that Dame is gone because why? Because he's not going to be the point guard this time. They have Scoot. I think Scoot will handle the ball a lot and he will probably be the CJ McCollum. Okay, this is that's how I see it. He's probably going to going to be doing the role of CJ McCollum, scoring more, you know, and maybe second secondary ball handler. So probably the assists won't go as high as we want. That's why I think 60s will be the perfect position for him. The scoot get into that top 100. Get Dame out. We could, there is a path to that. I think if his efficiency is solid enough, I think he can get there. But I would not count on it being a point guard, rookie point guard. We know the struggles of rookie point guards. We know how hard it is to transition to the NBA as a point guard and as a rookie who didn't even play college. He played, although he did play two years of G League. That is that goes, you know, for him. That's going for him is that the other rookies did not have had only probably one year. He had two years of G League Ignite experience, play, playing against pros, so that helps. Yeah. But even in G League, you can see the struggles shooting, the turnovers. You know, those 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 will happen. Those will still happen. He can just sneak into the top 100, but I think out. On the outside, he probably goes outside the top. I, I mean, finishes outside the top 100. That would be my guess for school. Yeah, because I think he some managers might pick him there inside the top 100. Uh, just just right there, maybe the late 90s, 200, 205, maybe. Mm-hmm. Whereas before he goes, uh, he usually goes lower. I think after the trade, his stock moves up a bit. Uh, okay. I by a lot. Uh, I think looking, that's what, what's gonna happen. Looking at the 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 players top left, no, the best available left. We see Zion, as we as we always uh, see him fall at this range during the draft. Yeah, I I think Zion at the 60s is is a worthy. I mean, if it fits your build, no, if it falls even lower, if it it falls to the 70s or 80s, that's a no brainer. No, but at the 50s, 60, 60 at right now we're, we're at the 60s. That's a very, very good value already for Zion. Over, I mean, I'll pick him over Giddy. I'll pick him over Derek White. I'll pick him over Chris Paul. These guys are all risky players anyway. You know? So, yeah, this is also a tough spot to draft. No, I, I, I'm a little bit down on bigs, but there's not much bigs available. So, it's going to be tough. <laughs> well, that, that's... A- That's a, you know, interesting part because the bigs are pretty much scattered, right, all over. Yeah. Uh, but there are certain positions, draft positions, wherein you will run out. Um, especially if you're like drafting at the, you know, first or the tail ends of the draft. I, that's what I notice. If you don't get uh, the bigs. You will eventually run out because they get picked somewhere in the middle of every round. Um, so yeah, Kamish is about to pick next. For who got picked, Francois? Francois, Scotty Barnes, Giddy. I'll pick Zion. If, if it falls to me, I'll pick Zion. Zion. Will he stay healthy? Well, that's a big question mark. 
we haven't seen him healthy times. for what? Not even, uh, you know, we just saw him healthy for what? Half a season? Yeah. And then that's it. Uh, how many years have he been in the league? Three years? Right? Last year was yeah. his third year, right? I think so. Third year. Fourth year maybe this season. But we we yeah. can... We, we're talking about injuries now, no? Zion, at least he's still healthy for now. It's just... It's just too... Hmm. Tempting, no? At this point. But I'm really looking at Cam Johnson. That's one of my favorite... Chris Paul, so Zion is available. So I'll think Cam Johnson or Zion. No, I, I, I do like Cam Johnson a lot as a player. Uh, I know a lot of managers maybe not as high on him, but at 65, he's one of the safest probably pick. So the opposite is Zion. He's probably one of the one of the craziest, uh, um, riskiest no, at this point. Huh. What, what do you think? JJT will we go with a crazy pick here and pick Zion? I, have, I don't have any Zion Williamson. I don't have any Wemby either. So this could be a crazy draft for me. <laughs> but going... you're punting field goal, right? Yeah, I'm punting field goal. That's true. That that's but just looking at value. Solid. Uh... Yeah. I don't have any Zion. I've been tempted to pick him, but never really pulled the trigger. Yeah, me too. Probably go with Cam. Uh, who I've been eyeing anyway. So, the next if round... Zion falls in the next round. Yeah, I'll pick him. I think I like him more than the 70s. Him. That's already 70s. Yeah. If he falls in yeah. the 70s, uh, then I'm sure I'll be able to pick him there. But my there's, so, really there's a lot of better players, I mean, safer players, I guess, in the 60s, then I'll, I'll go with the safer ones first. But you I, know I'm me, I, at... I don't really go too much on the risky guys. Rarely do I go to the risky guys. Okay, so we're going to the 70s. So now we just, just got Vassell here. We have a lot of injuries to talk about also. Yeah. Uh, um, first is Draymond the ankle injury he's usually one of the good late round big men to pick um zion got picked so who picked him tristan no. but yeah uh draymond's injury we're not too sure it's just an a sprained ankle but they said it's four to is six four week for is it four to six or is it three to or four, two to four. I, I think probably two to four probably two to four but it's weird I think because... it's uh, four to six is the Gafford injury. Okay, maybe the Gafford injury. But both of them, you know, we can talk about them together. Gafford was one of the better 80s pick you know, at this range, you no know, 80s pick. So that's a big blow to fantasy man. It's going to be really harder to draft now at this point because usually Gafford is an, a player who I think is a steal at the 90s, 80s to 90s, because I like what he does. No, I I think he's going to be a solid player. And then Draymond... All right, at the Gafford is expected to miss two to four weeks. Yes, but it's, a, I think, elbow injury, no? Uh, the, the thing is, it's vague. Yeah, you're Even right. Draymond, four to six weeks. This is weird, right? Four to six weeks for a sprained ankle is weird. That is not a high ankle sprain, supposedly. So, makes me think that he's going to miss maybe the first two weeks of the season. 
mm-hmm. at least. And then uh, when he comes back, we're not even sure if they're gonna, you know, play him this regular minutes. So who who benefits? No, we we can see some players benefit here, but let's talk about Raymond first situation. I think for yeah. sure Chris Paul will probably now start because now Looney will probably be the starting center. They won't have anybody else basically. It's gonna be Looney, Wiggins, and then Clay, Chris, and Steph. No, I think that's that that helps Chris Paul for at least the early part of the season, and then Looney. No, maybe Looney becomes uh, a little bit draftable now. No, at the uh, late last parts, if you need rebounding, so I think that helps those two players. For Gafford, though, there's not really any player. Who's their backup center? Or um, Mike Muscala. Yeah, the never <laughs> much a player. The, the the player who never dies. No, Mike Muscala. <laughs> not 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 much. As you see, look, Mark Williams goes seventy four. Usually, Mark Williams will go a little later, no, a little later. I think that's that has an effect that 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 has a Gafford effect, no. So yeah, plus I think uh, the rankings also have adjusted a bit, moving him a little higher. So you know, when managers look into the who's available, he's probably one of the names that's gonna be okay. There. Interesting. You have Capella here. Uh, I was telling you a. a couple of days ago, there was two drafts already. I've had two drafts already where he went 100 plus. Like I think that's just a one... little too low, no, 100 plus. But uh, I can see why. No, he's His best days are behind him. He has a very, very um, eager backup. You know, a backup who's probably better than but him. But was already. there a news? Was there any news about him? No, no, no none. It's... Few. But he's the kind of player. He's the kind of player that can fall. No, he's the kind of player that will and can fall. So, so it's not surprising. But I put him in my queue. But I'm not really interested in in him. Okay, if he's good. falling to a hundred, then yeah, okay, just good. wait. I'm happy because Potal is my target. No, Potal is my target. I don't care about the free throws because he doesn't take a lot. No, I need some rebounds and blocks to help Wemby. So he should help me. Yeah, I know he he his field goal. You know, we're punting field goals, but we we don't really need to make sure we we lose that category. No, we we're not we're not we're not that's not how you punt. It's just that we want to get some players who will help us in field goals who will be weak at, which is rebounds and blocks. No, because if you're punting field goals, you're definitely getting more small guys you know so some players who can help shore up those those areas you no know? so i think yeah. portal is one of them so i'm i'm happy about that that one i'm i'm pretty happy about that's that's an easier pick i think i like portal more than mark williams for sure i know mark williams has that upside but come on it's <laughs> no the the portal the portal pick is the safer pick if you usually talk about this right if, if you're yeah. choosing between two players it's usually a choice between a safer pick wherein you know what that player can do versus someone who might have higher upside but you're still not sure if he can reach that this year right I think it's usually those and that that's probably how portal and Mark Williams would be. Yes. Okay. So Robert Williams is in this 
already. I mean, he's one of the top remaining players. We haven't talked about him. We have. We also haven't talked um, about Nurkic. He, he and Nurkic, no, uh, yeah. both of them. Are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Okay. Uh, I I'm think uh, JJT is losing his connection. Is it me? Let's wait for. Yeah, I think so. I'm. 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 I'm, I'm okay. Uh, yeah. Are we back in here? I think it's yours. Can you hear me well? Yes, I can hear you well. All right. We're actually not sure who. Oh, I can't hear you. Which connection is breaking? Okay. But but. Okay. But uh, talking about Robert Williams, I think he's um he definitely I think I think he should be similar to where he is in Boston. I don't like him at the eighties. I'll I'll start with that. No. So I don't like I was never gonna draft him in the eighties, even if he stayed in Boston. I was probably in the more of the one hundreds area. So I think that will still be his spot, even if he got traded. That's just my Robert Williams take. No, because I saw him, he's still here, so who mentioned that or was he picked already no he wasn't so no he hasn't there been picked. yes can you if hear you want me now? to talk about yeah i hear you i hear you better now all right uh robert will um yusuf nurkic meanwhile moving to phoenix um i think mm, some people like it i don't I, I, you know nurkic we know his efficiency is poor for a big man so that should it should increase in Phoenix, right? If you're not gonna, if you be, you'll, he'll be open a lot with Durant, yeah. with Booker. I mean, I mean, he's gonna be open a lot. But he, we also like him because he can pass. You know, he can do a lot of yeah. other things. I think uh, that that in Phoenix, I'm not sure how they're gonna use him, but he probably will just be a rebound guy, more of a set a screen. You know, he he could get some chances. You know, facilitating, but not as much as in Portland. If ever, I think it's a net. Neutral, no, it's a neutral. Yeah. Neutral for me, for for Nurkic. Yeah, and, may, and maybe the defensive uh, stocks would be available or be, be be good as well for Nurkic if you're looking for those categories, uh, the steals and the blocks. Because for a center, I think Nurkic is one of the centers who can steal the ball. Um, so yeah, Brogdon. Okay, I know Brogdon. Brogdon is down the line, but he's another player that was traded as well. Um, he's not really, you know, he's not really being picked high. Usually late, tail end of the draft, that's where he gets picked. Uh, he moves to the Blazers. I'm not sure if that's going to help his cost because the Blazers are stacked, quote-unquote, when it comes to young players. Um... But I don't think they're going to keep him. They already said they're going to try to trade him again. So we cannot really talk much about Brogdon if we don't know where he's going. I think he's on the move. Maybe Clippers. Clippers, possibly Clippers. I don't know if Portland is going to talk to Miami or whatever. But I mean, a contender would probably get him. So we're not sure where he goes. 
and uh, wait let's wait for that before we can you know uh properly assess if he improves yeah. or not but if he stays in portland i think it will be the same role he's gonna be a sixth man he's gonna mentor the young guards yeah, he's probably get 20 minutes 25 minutes at most no so if he stays in portland might be better for him because of course those are young young guards who make who probably make a lot of mistakes you know maybe the coach uh, we'll, we'll put him in as a veteran presence, but they already said they're going to move him. So let's just wait if uh, when the move yeah. comes. Uh, Derek White now was picked. Joseph was the one who picked him. Derek White, uh, at, yeah. At 86. So I think that's where he falls now, at the 80s. Yeah, that's a good pick. I see what Joseph is building here. I think he has the Jonte also with Embiid. OG Paul George, you could definitely see the steals are. <laughs> it's probably number one in steals, no? With with the way that lineup. Uh, also, he get he he's trying to improve those uh, three pointers with Clay and Beal. So probably punting he might be punting a bit. I'm not too the, sure. Yeah, the assists. I think or the rebound. No? Actually, with, 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 I'm not sure the, the rebound holds up as well. But, but but I think the assist would probably be the the only one he's wanting, uh, as as of the moment. Uh, I think I think the rebounds is gonna yeah, try to short sure. that. Yeah, the assist for, the assist sure. for sure. No, uh, yeah. The the Jonte one is interesting. No, I haven't seen the Embiid the Jonte combo as much, and also the Embiid Paul George. Although Paul George is a value. No, I, I mean I like Paul George ahead of the Jonte. But you know, you can uh, interchange both of them, and you know, I, I have no question, I have no, I have no complaints about that. But it's very risky to have uh Paul George and uh Embiid. But if both of them play 70 games, he should be should be very happy. I see that Joao is also in this league, no, yeah, he's so he's basically the defending champion, I guess, of the league. No, I think he um, won last season, although this is totally different, uh, different yeah. uh, opponents. Uh, yeah. He went with Shay, Carl Anthony Towns, and Evan Mobley. That's that's a solid combo. No, that's a very solid combo. Anyways, I'm up in two picks, so yeah, I'll so let Jeremy talk first, first and let draft. me think. So, uh, for his this first, is first draft, draft. looks okay. like, but he, I think he's been watching some of the drafts that we've done in the past, so. Uh, so he probably has an idea already of who goes where, uh, but uh, as also Joao is not a uh, new to this game. He's a veteran. Oh, definitely. Yeah, definitely. So he knows he, values when he sees one. Yeah, he has, He's a great. Uh, he's a good manager. You know, he know he knows how to pick. In, in other words, no, I'm not. Well, Marcus Smart is staring at me at this point. I am I am punting field goals, so it really doesn't matter. The twenty five games without Jamorant should be solid. Shores up steals, shores shores up even more assists. I'm just worried about my points at this point. But um, yeah, Marcus Smart. No, I, if, I think at this point, if there's not much points players here, that's true. That's true. at this there's point of the draft. So if you haven't you know maybe shored up your points early on 
um, this might be too late. Uh, usually. usually, that's true. Too late. Usually, it probably falls to the other guys like uh, Jordan Clarkson. No, at this point. Now, my Gafford is here. I, he said he's out for two to four weeks, right? So he shouldn't be out for long. But the injury really is worrying. As we said, this is the part where you know it's gonna, it's gonna be hard to to. If you're to eyeing Gafford, I think he w- should be available. I wouldn't be surprised if he's available in the next round because everyone's gonna be worried about that injury. That's true. That's true. Um. Uh, at this point, I really like Marcus Mart. No, I think he's solid with uh, in Memphis with with Jamorant out for even if Ja comes in, he should be a very very he should still play a big a big role with Memphis. So probably lean with ja, lean Ja. I'm just thinking if Gafford is worth worth it mm, or Jamorant. No, he's actually still there. But I'm gonna go with my gut. Uh, I think just fits what I need. This but actually, Jamorant, by the way, a different draft for you. you. You rarely pick like players like Marcus Smart. Yeah, uh, Wemby. When well, Wemby probably yeah, not that rare, but he usually goes a little higher than this. Yeah, that's true. But but Marcus just fits, I think, with Lamelo and Van Vliet. I yeah. mean, Van Vliet will score, will score 35% field goal. Lamelo will score 36% field goal. Marcus Smart will score 30 They You will just hate it. But if you just, ah, who cares? All of you can just miss all your shots. I'm just going to get your points. I'm just going to get your assists. I'm going to get your steals, No rebounds for guards. I'll be happy. Three-pointers. No, that, yeah. that's, that's how I look at it. Um, really, it's tough. I know you're not punting as much. I As much as possible, I don't want to punt also, but... In head-to-head, sometimes you know it's easier to draft if you're doing that <laughs> instead of thinking about all the categories. I'll just put it that way. It makes your life so much easier uh, if if that's what you're thinking. So yeah, it also there. helps if you know where which round uh, would be a good time to get certain players. Like I said, if you're mm-hmm. if you don't want to punt scoring, you should get scoring early on. That usually yes. is the case. Even in past years, right? Even last year. Last year, the scoring is really there. Because obviously, the scorers are the top players are usually there at the top, what first four rounds of the draft, yes, right? True. So that's where you shore up your scoring. If you, if by the fourth round, fifth round, you haven't, you feel that, you know, you should be able to de- already decide whether you're going to punt scoring at that point because. It's going to be too late. Fifth round, there's not much there. Uh, yes. Sixth round, worst, right? Now, threes, they're abundant everywhere, right? Threes, they're pretty much scattered all over the place. Uh, what? Assist usually is a little scattered, but the difference between the top tier players versus the second tier assist guys are a lot bigger, right? You have Trey there, you have uh, Halliburton, you have Lamelo, and then if you move down the third, fourth round, there's not much assist already. But there are like you know players like Giddy, players like Chris Paul. They can give you maybe seven, eight assists. But the gap is a lot uh, huge between the first year and the second year. There are certain players if you're looking at assists late, late in the draft. At this point, it's Trey Jones, no? Trey Jones yeah. of San Antonio. 
I think that's the best assist guy you can get. But after that, it's Mike Conley, I guess. Maybe, yeah. well, Draymond, if because of the injury, he's falling also to this Westbrook. range. Westbrook. Westbrook. But yeah, those players like hey, Westbrook, Westbrook is perfect for your team. But he also misses a lot of free throws, <laughs> no, uh, and a lot of turnovers. But he does make sense, no. Actually, yeah, if there is a time to draft him, this would be the time, no. So he's in my queue. That that never happens. So he should be happy. He finally made my queue. But but yeah, usually when you're looking for assists at this late in the draft, it comes with a lot of asterisk. Like okay, Westbrook, you can get assists, but will you will you? Uh, be okay with the turnovers. We'll be okay with the percentages. Yeah, it's harder. No, the points, points is just scars. It's just harder to find at this point. Yeah, on, maybe, because because but again, the, they're the very one-dimensional. Are... RJ Barrett, Keldon Johnson. Yeah, the best scores are there at the top of yeah. the. Yeah. Uh, the... Yes. Yes. So, yeah. I mean, it's harder to find points later on because very one-dimensional. The players you can get at this point that helps your points are one-dimensional. Keldon, Barrett, Clarkson, and they have a lot of warts. Although Dinwiddie is another guy who fits my mood, my my build here. So Dinwiddie and uh, D'Angelo Russell is okay, but I I want some big man stats. So maybe Wendell Carter. Uh, mm-hmm. Wendell Carter is also a, a big that can help. No, doesn't block as much though. I would want a big that could block. So Zach Collins, who is a player, doesn't block as much as well. But hmm, I think it's better free throw shooting. So one of the two, one of the two, I'm looking at Zach or I like Zach. I don't know what your thing is with what your stand is with Zach, but I I think he's definitely a top one. Here. Oh, okay. Wendell was picked, so that should leave me with Zach or Dinwiddie as my choices. Here. Well, I actually like Zach. Uh, yeah, this at this point, hundred four. I think that's uh, a great value already for him. And I, I don't think he falls below hundred four. Yeah, he 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 ne- he rarely falls below hundred four. Uh, I think he should be. Uh, improving his scoring this year, more rebounding. So I think he should be a solid pick at this point. Also, yeah. Zach Collins is the last, I think this he is the probably one of the last solid big men. Although yeah. there's still Mitchell Robinson there. If you're... Uh, I don't know why, but I'm just so down on Mitchell Robinson this year, unlike before. Um, I just didn't see any improvement in his game. <laughs> I mean, for so long, it's just stagnated, no? You didn't see the video? You can shoot free throws now. I'll see it uh, when I believe it. <laughs> when I, you believe it I, when I believe you see it. it. When I see it. Yeah, I'll believe it when I see it. So, yeah. Yeah, but Mitch Rob and then who got picked, I think? Um, Mitch Rob was picked, yeah. Mitch Rob yeah. was picked. The next so, big men are probably going to be the Horford, right? Better Horford, value now, Horford, I think. There, there. We haven't talked about Horford. So this is a great way to talk about the trades. Now, we go around it using the draft. Horford should be, should, should, should go higher. Should, should be draft, at least draftable in top 120. Um, if you want to go higher than that, maybe a little bit. He should get 
some backup five, you know, with with Kristaps play with he can play with Kristaps too. Uh, overall, it's 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 a big help for, to his value because it, I was we were already thinking that maybe he will be really really baby till the playoff, you know, play him eighteen twenty minutes just to keep him fresh. But I think with the lack of depth, that's out the window. They they should play him at least twenty four twenty five minutes still. And he's a very efficient and solid big man. Robert Williams is still here, as we can see. Yeah, yeah. he's gonna fall. But but he hasn't been not a lot of managers have been really high on him. And I think the trade, you know, made him fall further. Uh Nurkic is also still yes. here, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Uh although Nurkic is you know player outside the hundreds even before the trade. Another player who opens up the value if you're punting field goal is Gary Trent. Gary Trent um, is a guy who, as we said, you know, he can late in the draft looking for points. It's hard to find someone who can do other things than score at this point. And Gary Trent is one player who can because he can steal. But as, yeah. as we all know, the field goals uh, very very bad you know, at times. So again, punting it opens up some some players for you compared yeah. to other managers who would be hesitant to pick him. No, because if if he's you're going to be one easier the for you to pick, change for you. Yeah, he's going to be easier for you to pick. Uh, so we are. What round are we now? Eighth round. Sorry, you got choppy there, so I didn't hear what you said. Uh, yeah, we are in eighth round. Uh, yeah. John Morant gets picked, what? 99th. So Jai's been falling. Right? Jai's been falling. I think, I think John Morant at this point is... I'm, uh, we, I've already talked about John Morant in previous draft episodes that I don't like him that high at the 70s where he's being picked. But if it's at a hundreds, that's yeah. that's that's just great. That's just great value. Who picked him? Uh, the last pick, Team the Boya. guy with the last. Yeah, yeah. That, that's that's very solid. That's very solid. That that helps him a lot. He he had he has some great picks. No, he has some great picks here. So, we didn't talk about Chris Middleton with the the. Oh yeah, Chris Middleton. Addition of Lillard, right? He's been picked. Early, I, early during our draft, he's been picked at, at the eighties. Then he moved up a little bit to the sixties, maybe. Uh, where do you see him now? Still prob- there, the sixties. Probably back to the eighties for me. <laughs> um, this one really hurt him a lot because his value is. He's the guy who who gets points, some assists, you no, know, some trees and everything. But Lillard basically takes all of that, and I don't know if they're gonna stagger him. To come off the bench at times with not with Lillard, so that there would be a scorer of the bench. But if we if they don't do that, I don't see him really being better than being near his previous levels, which is what we thought he could he could be. Because you know Milwaukee has been the same lineup for for quite some time, no. So yeah. it, it was very consistent. Brook Lopez, the starting five, Bobby Portis, everybody was consistent. Just the coach just changed, so people were thinking, "Hey, I'm picking Chris Middleton at the '80s just because of his injury risk." But 
if you know he's healthy as he said he's healthier he can easily go back to the top 50 so there was value there but now that this happened a lot of things change so i think 80s would be just right right now he's not a value anymore yeah no, i, I think, think for i think for milwaukee the more the interesting thing to see here is the dynamics between dame and chris middleton i think we all know yanis would probably be the same guy uh maybe a lesser usage but still solid uh rebounding he can still do a lot more right but yeah we don't know whether how how lillard and middleton would coexist especially on the scoring aspect where middleton probably is that's where his forte is right the scoring so that's going to be very interesting to watch plus they have a new coach and we don't know that's how good. he tries to fit them all together by the way uh, as we're recording this i think we could talk about the new champs update about james harden he's not uh showing up for uh you can check that out i think he's not in the media day today he's not going to be at the start of training training camp they're going to wait for he is going to wait for the trade to happen so that should well i picked him last, last night as you said but yeah i was surprised I'm, there's still a month said, maybe i think you said yes i know uh, a, a few drafts before that he is riskier than Kawhi. That's true. But I had Jokic and I was thinking that Jokic and Harden is really a very solid combo. So I was taking that risk, yeah. hoping that if he plays, if he gets traded and he plays and he just gives me low 20s, 10 assists a game, that's perfect combo for Jokic. A really perfect combo for Jokic. He would not have fallen that far if the risk. So I'm not that risk because I have Jokic. Yeah. That's the difference. No? So Jokic is very solid and this guy is risky. Right now, with this news, it's not good, of course. But I'm hoping that he shows up, at least even overweight or he whatever. Won't. He won't. Uh, and plays a little bit. Because he's going to be fine, think, but let's see. I think this is Houston all over again. Uh, could be. Could be. Uh, I don't know how Although, although in fairness to him, he doesn't look overweight. Uh, he doesn't. some pictures... Yeah that showed that he's uh, more in shape. It's just that he probably has played his last game in Philly. I don't think he's going to play again in Philly. So we don't know where he ends up uh, at this point. Yes, that is true. We don't know where he, where, where he ends up, who picks him. And I mean, Clippers, he wants to go to the Clippers. I don't know if there's a pick there to be made, but um yeah we have we have to wait we have to see you know who 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 blinks first <laughs> Daryl Morey or or James Harden I think he's gonna get he's gonna get traded uh the, the latest I think maybe at the start of the season but I think my guess is they they won't drag this too long I don't think he's gonna play although you know Philly is known for it for being patient with the way they handled the Ben Simmons situation, right? Mm -hmm. uh, they It's not their first rodeo, as, as the saying goes, right? This is the second player that's asked for a trade. 
and who does not want to show up. So uh, let's see. Let's see what happens. But it looks like, you know, um, I think Harden has played his last game in Fiji. So we just have to wait who, where he ends up uh, during the three. Okay, it's interesting that Dinwiddie is still here. Who got picked now? Uh, the Anthony Melton. So yeah, people might be seeing his field goal percentage here. They're projected to be 39%. So maybe they're not picking him. But aside from He's him... He's also not a popular fantasy That's uh, true. That's true. But at 120, I think he still has some value in him. Maybe, hopefully. No, he still has that. Ben Simmons is also here. Interestingly. Uh, has Paul Reed been picked? No, not yet. Yeah, that's another. Yet. Paul Reed's uh, journey in this draft season is something else. From sleeper, and then he was hyped all the way to the 100, you know, 195, 100, 110. Then he went down again when, when the experts suddenly say, hey, don't pick him that high. We're just saying he's a sleeper at the lower last pick of the, of the draft, not that high. So he's just moving up and down and up and down and up and down, and you don't even know where the real value what the real real rank he, it should be you no know, for for Paul Reed because really we don't okay so then with this here i'm really i need some scoring so i i, I like then with i'm just looking at, Maturin is another player i like i like Maturin. he's another guy who if everything falls well i think Maturin might be better than then with right just um... Maturin might improve his steals. Still has some improvement in steals. Yeah. Or but that's so hard to tell. Because he's true. so good at scoring. He doesn't, basically he doesn't show any promise with... in other things. Yeah, I'll go Maturin first. I'll go Maturin so first. Went, I, I haven't had any Ben Maturin, and I think yeah, this is the perfect uh, draft. <laughs> one thing is, yes, uh, it's a different draft, I should say. Where are we? What round are we in? This nine. round ten. So three more round nine. So we're three more picks. But yeah, I think he's he's solid there. I think. Hopefully. I, I'm, this I'm quite is actually high faster than, uh, than I think the last draft I had. The last draft I had, second okay, round. I was, gonna, I, was gonna, I was gonna say this is way sh slower than <laughs> than my, the, the other drafts. No, I think you've had some fast drafts. You have you've had some fast drafts. The drafts that I have had, there was one draft where in, you know, the first round there were managers who were killing every second of the time in the first round in the second round which should be the easier ones right easier rounds yes okay are we at the point where we are looking for upside and uh, i mean are, are three murphy still there? steeper picks ready not yet we're still at round 10 maybe round um okay you got you got Lost. I'm back. Am I back? Yeah, you're back. You're back. All right. 
Trey Murphy, as I was saying, is still there. Yeah, that that's Trey is another player who who's very interesting. No, he last year was a top twenty guy, maybe top no, no, top twenty, top fifty, top fifty, top fifty, top fifty, top sixty guy. But the injury is supposedly gonna be okay if you look at the the timeline around around end of November, mid to end November. So that's not that far. That's not yeah that that long but uh, his role is really unknown it's more of that no uh with zion and everybody healthy so i think that's what but i think people. but i think round 10 is a good bet already usually i would say yes but depends <laughs> uh, if there's if there's a sure starting position for him i'll pick him I really pick him. No, I mean, if, lots if of... there's a sure starting position, he should he will not be available at this point. But uh, it's just he has to, he has to get healthy. Number one, we don't know. I don't know enough of the injury. Number two, somebody has to get hurt. So it's just a lot of uh, a lot of Risk. things. Unknowns. A lot of things. A lot of, a lot of things have to happen. Whoa, Steven Adams at 127. Well, that's, that's that's good. I mean, usually sometimes people forget about him. He's ranked at 160s. Yeah. No, he's he's a solid pick at the one, one. Who picked him at 127? That's a good pick. Oh, that Boyak again. Boyak. The, yeah. He, he, did the, he did my AD-Trey Young combo. Remember one draft we did that? AD and Trey... Yeah. And then I had Jamal also there, but I think he has Aton. I had more. Guard so center, had... guard center. Guard center, guard center. Yeah, that, that, that's for the last pick. I mean, that's very solid. He's done a great job. I, li- I like his draft. I like his draft so far. I mean, I don't know. I just like it. I like the Jamorant value, especially for him. No, at this, at that, that, that late. If you're, it's just, I'll put it this way. If you're at the 14th pick, you just you just have to get as much advantage as you can. No, compared to if you're the first pick. Right? Yeah. And Jamorant is probably your steal, your cheat to, to move up. Uh a couple of rounds. No, an additional player that you pick eighth round could go fourth round. Jamorant is one of those players. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so two picks. Um, I like Ben Simmons. I'm gonna go Ben. Let's do this. Let's complete this draft with the the most unconventional commission. Are you afraid of the free throw drop here? But how many does well, it take? Not not a, not a lot. I think he'll be fine. Well, plus if he if I he plays know. a little how... bit, I mean he's not Westbrook, right? I mean, not Westbrook levels. We're around 10. Hopefully right? not, though. Yeah. We're around 10. Let me look. Paul Reed is still here. Hmm. Interesting. Why, why is Paul Reed 
being because uh, dropping. Josh, I think the managers here in this draft are a little safer. I don't know. I don't see any crazy reach. Yeah. Yes. Uh, everyone that just went as planned. So no, no big uh, reach here in this draft. So everyone's. You know, I think a lot of managers here are on the safer side, right? Even though lot of round picks, right? Yeah. Lot of experienced managers here. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah, uh, there are. You put, you put, you put, uh, Joseph and Joao here. So I would assume this is the experienced well, manager. No, it's draft. randomly picked. Or it's randomly picked. picked. It's randomly I picked. Oh, it's randomly picked. I thought, I thought yeah. that that was uh. So jo- Joao was just randomly put into my league, or you? I mean. No, it's that's just not. It's not you. You were not randomly. Joe was not randomly put in your league. You were put in Joe. Joe Ausley. Yeah, I requested yeah. for that because he I, likes, I want he likes to, to go me. against you. Yeah, he likes to go against me, so I want to him also. So let's see. Let's see. Uh, a lot of managers will be asking us about. You know, last round picks that maybe are not talked about as much. Uh, we have talked about a lot of them already. You know, the Josh Richardsons, the Paul Reeds, uh, those players we like. Maybe if you're really in deep, deep, deep drafts, we know the you know the rookies Osar. Maybe right now we have another news that we can talk about, which is Dallas starting lively and uh, Olivier Prosper. How do you? Prosper. Let's just put it prosper. Lively and prosper. They're starting their yeah. rookies. So I think those two are worthy of a last pick. I would not pick them earlier than the 12th. I mean, the 140s. No? Because as I said, when the last time we saw Lively it was very raw. But playing with Luca and Kyrie, a lot of love opportunities, a lot of rebounding opportunities. He can jump freely, so he can. It's easily we can easily see him lock into some blocks. So uh, it's a worthy gamble, even if he's very raw. Even in 20-25 minutes, it's better than him playing twenty minutes off the bench. Starting with Luca and Kyrie would be very very helpful for him. So he's a player that we maybe have not talked in the last draft. And Prosper Olive Maxens Prosper, he's more finished. No, he's more uh, seasoned rookie. He can shoot. He's uh, basically a forward who can do a lot of things. I don't see a lot of fantasy relevance really in his game, but if you're in a 16-18 team league, I think he's worth being drafted because he's starting in their right now in their tune-up games. Preseason, he's going to start. So we can go one step ahead and, and draft him also. Yeah, but again, just to clarify, it's the last pick. Get them in the last pick of your draft now. Yeah, yeah, we're talking really? about last picks. You know, players that can really has a chance. No, another player is Atlanta Hawks, Jalen Johnson. He's one of another player who I I want to have some stocks on. Of course, we know John Collins is gone. We know, we know um, who's this guy? Um, Sadiq Bay 
is a starter, but Jalen Johnson is more intriguing. Nice, is more intriguing for me. Uh, all right, I think I lost. That might be me. I lost Komish. Uh, for a bit, but it's my connection. Right there. Kamesh, you're back. Wait, you're on mute. Hello. I cannot hear you. Can you hear me? All right, so we're having some technical issues here. Uh, we are... Let's try this. Hello. All right, we are on the tail end of round ten. Al Horford got picked 139. Uh, there, Paul Reed gets picked 140. All right, as we wait for Kumish, uh, we're starting with round 11. Hope you guys got some nice uh, insights here. And while we're waiting for Kumish to be back, please don't forget to be yeah. here. Yes, now I can hear you. Can you hear me You're now? Back. Yep. All right. Great. Okay. Yes. So we are so, round eleven. Round eleven. So I'm about to finish my picks. This should go faster right now. Al Horford uh, will read and round ten. There are only very few players in my queue now, so I have to add more players. Hmm. Who are the players here? Amen Thompson, certainly worth considering. See, Amen Thompson is still available. Amen Thompson is the one available. Osar was picked already. Because mm, usually well, those guys were been picked really like 10th round. Maybe 11. Brandon Miller is also very interesting. La Again, just because I'm punting field goals. So he's somebody could be a last round pick for me. How about Dennis Schroeder? 
Schroeder. Schroeder is not actually a popular pick, considering yes. that he is a star. And that's true, and that's weird because maybe when if Lillard was rumored to be going to Toronto, they said Toronto was gonna be a front runner for Lillard. So if that happened, Schroeder was done. But it didn't happen, so maybe there's some sneaky value there for for him. He had a great, he had a very very good FIBA World Cup, so maybe he could bring that momentum yeah. to the NBA, to the NBA season. Was picked already? Oh, he was picked. <laughs> we yet. just talked about him. No, no, he was picked right yeah. now, just now. All right, that usually happens when we talk about a certain player, they get picked. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, shoulder. Who else? I see Stuart, not also a popular player that's being picked. I think um, some of the players left here Norm Powell, Brogdon, Kyle Anderson, Barrett, these are veterans, Gator Gordon Hayward, these are veterans who are always re- available at the end of the draft. No, they're not yeah, usually they being are. picked. Yeah. They're not usually being picked. Even even Ubre, these guys, Cole Anthony, Malik Mong, Kyle Lowry. These are the guys, even if there's some role in them, for whatever reason, they're always there at the at the latter parts of the draft. And for good reason. Like some are injury prone. Some are some players' role might shrink. Not so, yeah. So there. So those are the players, basically usually available. And a lot of these players end up not being picked as well. Like Norm Powell rarely being picked, or at least you know. Uh, at last pick well. sometimes. Yeah, sometimes last pick. Uh, actually, Barrett is surprisingly still here. Usually, he gets picked already. That's true. That's true. Usually, somebody picks him anyways. No, he... Look, the ADP is 118. So yeah, probably is the way... best, best player ADP-wise left uh, in the draft. Yeah. 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 So, 10 picks left. Uh, getting tougher and tougher to to pick, but I have eight in my queue. I don't think any of uh, they're all gonna be picked. I'll just talk about some players in my queue that I have not talked about. Keontae George from Utah is another player. I I am not that. I'm not saying I'm sure of him, but I'm sure if he gets minutes, he's gonna blow up. No, uh, I think he's he's that good. He's he's really good. But he's a rookie again, so I don't think his role will be there. <laughs> will be solid. Uh, the minutes will be plus, there right away. Plus Utah's a little deeper. Utah's deeper. Although, uh, having said that, I mean, who's ahead of him? Sexton, Clarkson, Palin Horton, yeah. Tucker. There's no star really ahead of him. So you could easily see him overtake Sexton, I mean. Sexton is solid, but he's not... I mean, he's not a star player. So, if really Keontae George plays the way he played in the summer league, 
maybe you know he he starts pushing for those minutes so Keontae is uh, gonna be interesting to watch let's put it that way yeah uh, worthy of a last pick in some I in think... some cases yes I have picked him in, as my last pick in some cases in some cases meaning deep leagues really deep deep, deep. Uh, I had him in a 16 team yeah. um so yeah in 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 some in some leagues I think you can you can check him out yeah I just put lively in my lively is around 536 so you're not gonna see him if you <laughs> if you <laughs> unless you really finish all the players in this Kevon Looney is surprisingly still here is he there yeah I, I didn't see him yeah 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 he's there Kevon Looney I mean give it the 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 Draymond, Draymond Green news yeah I would have expected him to get picked already by this time I mean this is the last round I mean if you have Kevon Looney as your last pick I think that's going to be uh, boy up that sorry. RJ Barrett and boy up there boy See? up that Looney and... we talked about Looney so he got picked I think Boyak is winning this draft and Lively gets picked we're down yeah because you you punt yeah. punted some categories yeah you punted your goal but your free throw is a bit worrying yeah, but usually that happens because you know they they have I have like Potel, I have Simmons, but I don't yeah. think those guys shoot a lot. So I no, I'm I think also Wemby's free throw is uh like projected to be like sixty per seventy. Yeah, there seventy percent. Yeah, so it's not really that high. one. That one we that one that one's gonna be the make or break there if he shoots the free throws not as good. Then yeah, maybe that's gonna hurt my team more than I think Ben Simmons. I have five players in my queue here, so I think I probably go with Isaiah Stewart. Just go. I think a big. I th- I hope he shoots some three pointers this year. He's. A, I mean, the numbers are not bad. Last year, last year yeah. was not bad for Isaiah Stewart. That's why I'm so, a bit surprised why he has fallen really low. Some players also that um, probably are going to get some draft love now that the trade happened is Pat Connaughton, Malik Beasley. These are the guys who will probably, one of them might start in Milwaukee as they only have four sure starters. No, So we might see Connaughton, we might see... Uh, Who's the other guy? Uh, Manik Beasley yeah. uh, get drafted. So there. Let's see the. But there's still lots of uh, potential good, potentially good, rosterable players here. The for the. Ken Grimes. Round. That's a solid pick, Kenton Grimes. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Uh, well, yeah. There are lots of. Some of them will be uh, will be dropped anyways. <laughs> so, whatever. That completes my team, the unconventional team that I built. 
yeah, and not, this time. not the usual uh commission team. You there, you know, with so many leagues, there will be one or two teams that's gonna be like this. I had mine that I think really in the second draft I had just weird build. Mm. I'm not sure how if it would work or not. So, okay. so let's see. Let's see. Because we want to also try different players. Like that's I'm not sure if that's a good advantage of having so many leagues. You want to see how this, you know, you want to own certain players. Right? Experimenting. If yeah. If you talk about, let's say, Evan Mobley, for example, high on our, you know, we expect him to do well. We want to have a stock of him. Yeah. As much as we can, right? At, at least one. I think. If you're high on certain players, you can have two or three. I'm high on Lamelo this year. I'm high on Evan Mobley. I have two or three of them already. Uh, yeah. I like Trey Young this year. I've said it also. So I have some Trey Youngs uh, also. Plus the fact that I've been the ninth pick a lot of times. Maybe this is a twice. This twice is second. Second, yeah. In other leagues, I think I had the ninth or tenth also. So I've been drafting at this spot for a lot of times gets boring if i keep on picking the same players right players, yeah. picking the same players mm. all right so let's finish it, it guys uh we'll just finish the the last few there jaris walker got picked joao's picking next I messaged Joao that he had the who who is his players? Can we see can we see Joao's team? Alright, so Joao has Shay let's let's do it here. Shay, Maxi, Hero, Barnes, Towns, Mobley, Robert Williams, Miles. Jaden Trey Schroeder and Dylan. He's he's definitely punting assists here. If you have Shea, sometimes that's how, that's the build you go. The the point was she is kind of hard there to build around the thread. That's true. I had him in my 18 team last night. I had two 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 drafts at the same time. I had Shea and Hero and Barnes. So I have three of his players, three or four. I think I had Mobley also. I'm not too sure, but. Yeah, it ended up being a punt assist team. So right? I think that's I mean, e even if Shea is a point guard, sometimes yeah. he would end up punting assist. Uh, he is not an easy player to build around. He's not an easy player to build around. Yes, not, not an easy one. Especially for head-to-head because -head, there's no elite uh, category other than scoring, maybe. But... Yeah, I, I think so. He doesn't shoot three-pointers as much as well. Yeah. So I see why people are hesitating on picking him third no, or fourth. Sometimes they go Halley. They go Luca ahead of him because yeah. of uh, those things. But it's easier. Like, Halley's easier to build around. Like, you know Assis is going to be elite. Yes. So that's, that's where you go. He is like KB, like. Mm. Right? 
great percentages, low, not not too high on the good efficiency. And then the rest just across the board, good, great scoring, and then the rest is just okay. Right. So anyway, that's it. I think that's the end of it. Who was the last player to get picked? Uh, wait, last that's round. Luke Kennard. Okay. Luke Kennard. Got picked by Monique. All right, that's it, guys. Uh, hope you got you enjoyed this, and we post our socials there. So see you maybe next draft. Bye.